led today for us by Denise and Verity Wilde. At the end of the service, refreshments will be served, so please stay, enjoy a cup of tea, coffee and a mince pie. Just one additional notice. Now that the government has introduced Plan B due to the Omicron variant, we would now request that face masks are worn for the whole service and not just while singing hymns. We are keeping up to date with government guidance and will notify of any changes that happen. Thank you. Shall we have a time of prayer before the service begins? We light a candle and enjoy the flickering light, the fragrance and warmth it creates. But without the spark that ignites, there will be no flame. Without the wax, the source of power, the wick will not burn. Without the flame, there will be no fragrance, no warmth, no light. And so with us, Lord, you are the catalyst that ignites us and the fuel that sustains us. You fill us with your fragrance as you enter our lives. You empower us to carry your flame in our hearts, to be the fragrance, warmth and light of your love in this dark world. Amen. Welcome everyone to our uh, candlelit carol service. It's pretty warm up here, isn't it, Verity, with all these <laughs> candles lit? Just be aware of them if you do move around the room um, and just keep yourself safe. The service tonight will, pronounce, will go through unannounced, so those of you that are reading, um, if you just come out when you can see that you are on the order of service. We're going to begin by singing... See him lying on a bed of straw. Lying on a bed of straw, a drafty stable.
The reading is taken from Isaiah chapter 9, verses 2, 6 and 7. The people walking in darkness have seen a great light. On those living in the land of deep darkness, a light has dawned. For unto us a child is born, to us a son is given, and the government will be on his shoulders. And he will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. Of the greatness of his government and peace, there will be no end. He will reign on David's throne and over his kingdom, establishing and upholding it with justice and righteousness from that time on and forever. The zeal of the Lord Almighty will accomplish this. A child is born, unto us a son is given, and the government shall be upon his shoulders. Unless you sigh with relief at those words, you haven't really been listening. What we need just now, more obviously than ever, is someone to shoulder the burden. Someone who can get under and pick up our multiple problems and carry them for us. It should be obvious by now that nobody locally or globally has the slightest idea how to address, let alone solve, the problems of global power, global finance, global humanity as a whole. We snatch too eagerly at sudden fresh signs in world politics. And that can only be because we have forgotten the Christmas message or have neutered it, have rendered it toothless, and though the shoulder of the child born this night was simply a shoulder for individuals to lean on rather than the shoulder to take the weight of the world's government. This night was the night for which planet Earth was waiting and to which it must look back if it wants to know the way forwards. Jesus isn't simply another politician on whom everyone can pin their hopes and who will then let them down. His way of establishing God's justice and peace on the earth was different to Caesar's, different to the usual power games and money games, different in source, different in method, different in effect. We are today hungry for exactly that difference, and tonight we ponder it.
This reading is taken from the Gospel of Luke, chapter 1, verses 26 to 38. In the sixth month, God sent the angel Gabriel to Nazareth, a town in Galilee, to a virgin pledged to be married to a man named Joseph, a descendant of David. The virgin's name was Mary. The angel went to her and said, Greetings, you who are highly favoured. The Lord is with you. Mary was greatly troubled at his words and wondered what kind of greeting this might be. But the angel said to her, Do not be afraid, Mary. You have found favour with God. You will be with child and give birth to a son, and you are to give him the name Jesus. He will be great and will be called the Son of the Most High. The Lord God will give him the throne of his father David, and he will reign over the house of Jacob forever. His kingdom will never end. How will this be, Mary asked the angel, since I am a virgin? The angel answered, The Holy Spirit will come upon you, and the power of the Most High will overshadow you. So the Holy One to be born will be called the Son of God. Even Elizabeth, your relative, is going to have a child in her old age, and she who was said to be barren is in her sixth month, for nothing is impossible with God. I am the Lord's servant, Mary answered. May it be to me as you have said. Then the angel left her. The prophets and angels cry out, but it's time for a different kind of world. What we need is a new system, a new economic system, a new way of doing politics, a new style of leadership. Christmas is all about the coming of the world's true king, the one who stops wars, who forgives debts, who establishes true justice and judgment in the earth. The story the Gospels tell us is about this child growing up and starting to put God's kingdom into operation. This is what the kingdom looks like, he says, when God is running things. The world gets turned the right way up. Watch in the Gospels as the wonderful counsellor goes to work, dealing with individuals but also confronting the systems which have enslaved people, upsetting the slave masters too. Watch as our mighty God strides through Galilee, feeding the hungry, healing the sick, rescuing people and restoring creation. Look on in awe as the everlasting Father is seen mirrored in this incarnate Son who gives himself totally to the world. And if you dare, in the light of our culture where war is a way of life for so many, Watch as Jesus, from his early beginnings, with a price on his head, due to his riding the donkey in Jerusalem, shows what it looks like when the Prince of Peace is on the move. He comes to get God's kingdom off the ground, or precisely onto the ground, the real life 
of real people. And that involves taking upon himself the full force of the world's cruel systems, enslavement from which people still suffer. And this power of evil can be broken and something new may take its place.
And the second gospel reading is taken from Luke chapter 2, verses 1 to 16. In those days, Caesar Augustus issued a decree that a census should be taken of the entire Roman world. This was the first census that took place while Quinarius was governor of Syria. And everyone went to their own town to register. So Joseph also went up from the town of Nazareth in Galilee of Judea to Bethlehem, the town of David, because he belonged to the house and line of David. <clears throat> he went there to register with Mary, who was pledged to be married to him and was expecting a child. While they were there, the time came for the baby to be born, and she gave birth to her firstborn, a son. She wrapped him in clothes in cloths and placed him in a manger because there was no guest room available for them. And there were shepherds living out in the fields nearby, keeping watch over their flocks at night. An angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were terrified. But the angel said to them, <clears throat> Do not be afraid. I bring you good news that all will cause great joy for all the people. Today, in the town of David, a saviour has been born to you. He is the Messiah, the Lord. This will be a sign for you. You will find a baby wrapped in clothes and bathed in a manger. Suddenly, a great company of the heavenly host appeared with the angel, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest heaven, and on earth peace to those on whom his favour rests. When the angels had left them and gone into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, Let's go to Bethlehem and see this thing that has happened, which the Lord has told us about. So they hurried off and found Mary and Joseph and the baby who was lying in the manger.
Ring out wild bells to the wild sky. The flying cloud, the frosty light, the year is dying in the night. Ring out wild bells and let him die. Ring out the old, ring in the new. Ring happy bells across the snow. The year is going, let him go. Ring out the false, ring in the true. Ring out the grief that saps the mind. For those that hear, we see no more. Ring out the feud of rich and poor. Ring in redress to all mankind. Ring out a slowly dying cause and ancient forms of party strife. Ring in the nobler modes of life with sweeter manners, purer laws. Ring out the want, the care, the sin, the faithless coldness of the times. Ring out, ring out my mournful rhymes, but ring the fuller minstrel in. Ring out false pride in place and blood, the civic slander and the spite. Ring in the love of truth and right, ring in the common love of good. Ring out old shapes of foul disease, ring out the narrowness lusts of gold. Ring out the thousand wars of old, ring in the thousand years of peace. Ring in the valiant man and free, the larger heart, the kindlier hand. Ring out the darkness of the land. Ring in the Christ that is to be. Amen.
You sound lovely, all of you. It's quite emotional up here, hearing carols being sung. We're going to pray together, and then we're going to remain seated to sing away in a manger after that. Let us pray. Holy God, help us to think of different ways of ordering the world, to recognise that the best way is the Jesus-led way, the baby in a manger way. Help us to put the vulnerable and the poor first and work things out from there. Help us to establish new principles economically, socially and politically and forgive us for assuming that we already know all the answers. Forgive us when our good intentions are misdirected to serve our own ends. Help us, Lord, to speak up at work, on the street, in our families, schools, offices, in local and national government, and yes, even in the church. Heal and renew us, Lord. Put the story of the Christ child in our hearts and by the spirit of Jesus give us energy and direction. Help us to be the kingdom bringers. Help us to think globally and act locally as we campaign for the big issues such as debt remission and climate change and work on local issues like housing asylum and unemployment. As we stop and pause and look in wonder once more at the baby lying in the manger, we give ourselves again to your service. Amen.
God. And the word was God. He was with God in the beginning. Through him all things were made. Without him nothing was made that has been made. In him was life. And that life was the light of men. The light shines in the darkness, but the darkness has not understood it. There came a man who was sent from God. His name was John. He came as a witness to testify concerning that light, so that through him all might believe. He himself was not the light. He came only as a witness to the light, the true light that gives light to every man who is coming into the world. He was in the world, and though the, through the, though the world was made through him, the world did not recognise him. He came to that which was his own, but his own did not receive him. Yet to all who received him, to those who believed in his name, he gave the right to become children of God, children born not of natural descent, nor of human decision or a husband's will, but born of God. The word became flesh and made his dwelling among us. We have seen his glory, the glory of the one and only who came from the Father, full of grace and truth. Amen.
a final prayer. Heavenly Father, we came here tonight aware that the kingdom Jesus came to bring needs to be worked out in the real and tough challenges that lie ahead of us, but aware too that if it is Jesus' kingdom we are working out, we cannot get enough of Jesus himself, cannot worship him enough, cannot ponder him enough, cannot invoke him enough, cannot love and adore him enough, cannot taste him enough. That's why we are here tonight. Open our eyes afresh to his way of doing things, putting into our minds and hearts a new vision of how things could be, and let us celebrate the fact that the government is upon his shoulder. And let us go out into this Christmas and New Year to face the much-heralded darkness with the news of great light. Amen. And we say together the grace. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us all evermore. Amen.